You'll be Hufflepuff, hundred percent. Nah, man, hundred percent Hufflepuff. Oh, what do you think, Gryffindor? Get out of here. I make my own house. House of D's nuts. Hufflepuff, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'd be one of the uh, gentle, uh, kind of sideways types. This doofus. He sounds angry like he should be Slytherin, but he's not. Listen, Hufflepuff is one of the most inclusive houses, all right? I do like that magnanimity. They value hard work and dedication and patience and loyalty. Yeah, these are all things that I like. There's no shame in being Hufflepuff. Oh, I don't want to be fucking Gryffindor anyway. Go uh, go suck one. (laughs) Fucking, I don't don't need this fucking class bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Many fine wizards from Hufflepuff. Suck my balls. I don't need to be condescended to by freaking uh, well-off-landed gentry. <laughs> How dare you? Fucking Dumbledore knows what's up. <laughs> Dumbledore? That's what I call him. Because I'm Slytherin. <laughs> I'm, I'm prone to being mean like that. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Dawson Dudes. Tonight, we review Season 3, Episode 23. The finale, or the season finale. Yeah. Not the series finale. Maybe the Doss Dudes series finale. <laughs> we threaten that every end of every season. <laughs> we gotta stop doing that. True love. I'm Brian. And I'm Chris. We're the Dawson Dudes. Choo choo. Choo choo. What's that? I don't know. I'm making a noise. Sometimes it's something that somehow connects. To something in my head, and sometimes it's just the first noise that I thought of. I'm glad people get to hear it, Chris. That's what they came here for, just to hear you make noises. I mean, what's talking, man? But, like, just a bunch of noises stuck together that we all agree is language, man. All right, calm down. What? I am calm. Yeah, so we have made it to the season finale. It's been a long journey. Holy shit. I think there are podcasts who started last year who are now ahead of us. (laughs) Listen, I mean... If there's one thing that we need uh, that we don't need to beat ourselves up about, <laughs> it is our release schedule. It is what it is. It it makes it makes every it makes every episode a surprise. One day we'll be finished, and then you'll just have all of them. Yeah, yeah, and it won't even matter. It'll just be and it'll just be out there in the ether, like um, and it'll be like this is our body of work, and then we put a bullet in our brain. <laughs> Everything uh, has been building up to this episode. Mm-hmm. My well-being. <laughs> <laughs> Your being. <laughs> my, my being. Yeah, well, my, my fine being. <laughs> the culmination of the love triangle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just quick, without revealing too much, how do you feel? Um, uh, good. I like it. I like it. Did you enjoy this episode? I did. I really, I, I did. I really liked it a lot. I thought going into it, I did have like a genuine sense of like, huh? Because I know that there are three more seasons, but like, what, like, how do you cap off this season, leaving it open for seasons to come? With there has to be some definitive things that happen, but you always have to leave doors open. Dawson and Pacey can't like be enemies forever. But it's just like they really thread a needle storytelling wise to make a satisfying ending for like such a crazy yo-yo season, especially a a yo-yo second half of the season. Yeah, you know, um, you just got to do the Vince Gilligan style of writing. You write yourself into a corner and you. uh, Damn straight. Think real hard how to get out of that situation. If there's a dude damulate as far as television writing goes, Vince Gilligan's one of them. An iconic moment in this episode. Mm. We had uh, crying Dawson. 
Oh yeah. You know what? We'll get we'll get to it, and I'll and I'll yeah we'll get to it. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. Yeah, I have a lot of opinions on crying Dawson. Also, great, perfect. Yeah. So let's get into the episode. Mm-hmm. Let's not wait any longer. Yeah. Let's, what are we? What are we? Uh, what are we lollygagging for? You don't want our nonsense. Let's get into this thing. Cold open. Everybody is not everybody, but Dawson and. Dawson and his dad, Gail and Joey, are getting some last minute things in order for the wedding. Just to start off with, we're five seconds into this episode and Mitch and Gail have already found a way to irritate me. Like, you don't do a whole fucking ceremony, man. Like, if you're getting remarried, you already used to be married, hey, go to the courthouse and do that shit. No. Don't make, you, no. people show if, up again. If you get a divorce, no, if you, you do get, another ceremony. No, but, if you get a divorce and you marry somebody else, you do a new ceremony. No, you know, it's not just like a renewal of their vows of just like, they're like, uh, they gotta like show. Uh, it's uh, just, I think they're doing a very low key wedding, though. Like, it's not like a big production. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, fucking justice of peace. I, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. You don't have to go. I'm not. I wasn't invited. Yeah. Exactly. Because of my attitude. <laughs> you got a bad attitude. You got a bad attitude towards, towards wedding and weddings in general. That's not true. I enjoy weddings. But we're here to celebrate love. <sighs> yeah. So a little thing here, like Dawson and Mitch are both wearing like, like kind of like hiking boots, like hiking <laughs> shoes. Right. Do you remember like. That being kind of like a thing for a totally, while. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like where you just yeah, you just had like these rugged, like all like all terrain shoes that made it yeah. look like you like you uh climbed or whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't I don't remember having a pair of those. I wasn't uh it wasn't your vibe. <laughs> I was definitely uh, at this point a converse man. Yeah. And I uh yeah, from the age of fourteen to uh however old I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might go to outgrown your converse. Well, I, I mean my Feet have stopped growing. I'm never outgrow them. Gail has asked Joey to be her maid of honor, and Dawson is Mitch's best man because Mitch's former best man died. Yeah, and uh, the uh, earring guy from uh, seasons previous is like um, too swingery to be the um, best man. Yeah, so Gail and Mitch in love. They go off to go look at the cake, sure. uh, leaving Dawson and Joey behind. Dawson and Joey have you know, let's just like kind of like wedding small talk like yeah. just like oh how's the dress as joey says like oh you know her dress is beautiful but i think everything they say about bridesmaid dresses are true gail wanted to make sure that uh, joey looked ugly <laughs> no you are not there to outshine the bride no like, i know I, 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 like, that, I was kidding of course bridesmaid dresses are not supposed to like you as a, a, a member of the the wedding are you know not there to shine no, no one's no one should be looking at you. Yeah, you're just you're just there. Yeah, just extra extra bodies. Yeah, Dawson tells Joey that you know he's like really thankful that Joey has you know agreed to be a part of the ceremony, and you know he knows it's awkward and things are weird. But Joey's like, you know what? Like it's an honor. Yeah. When your mom asked me, and you know things got to move forward, so they got to move forward. So let's just let's let's drop it here and, and don't say anything else now. Yeah, please, she's Dawson. like, you know, I got. You know, I got something borrowed, but I need to go get something blue. But like, she's wearing a blue dress. I need, I need to get something. I need to get something blue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, she's wearing a, a blue shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I uh, got something borrowed. So I need to uh, get the fuck out of here and go elsewhere. Yeah. So and Dawson's like, uh, shouldn't it be difficult to find something blue. Seems to be going around. He's talking. About, is he talking about his balls? 
Yes, he's talking about his balls, Chris. <laughs> I mean, something blue. How old are you? Uh, this many. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, then Dawson was like, wants to stress, like, you know, it means something to my mom, but it really means something to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> means something to all of us, doesn't it? Uh, something to all, yeah, something. But very specifically, it means something to me because, th- you know, things could be awkward and I'm not making them awkward right now, am I? <laughs> Well, I think um, a part of Dawson after the last episode, after the prom, mm. uh, a little defeatist. Like he now has kind of set in that, like he's playing he from lost. Playing, he's playing, or he, at the very least, he's playing from behind. Yeah. Roll credits. We cut to the dock. Pacey getting supplies put on his boat. Mm. Deputy Doug telling him that, like, well, before you leave, have you told Joey yet? And he, he's like, what's the point of telling Joey? Wait, yeah, just bail. Doug says to him, like, well, does she definitively have you spelled it out to her? Does she know for sure how you feel? And Pace is just like, well, what's that going to do, man? If she doesn't know by now. Yeah. What else can I say? Yeah. Of 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 all, of all three members of the uh, of this triangle, Pacey, I think, has done the most definitive job of uh laying out how he feels yeah but doug says you know best case scenario she asked you to stay worst case you were gonna go on your trip anyway so why not give it one, one more college try like an officer Brightside over here <laughs> pacey says something homophobic to him as uh this is what happens to the male brain uh, when they've watched watch too many, many Catherine hepburn, Catherine movies. hepburn movies yeah, and a week, a week swipe by his standards. I, th- <laughs> I think he was like trying to be a little more gentle, but I was like, ah, Doug's being all right. <laughs> I don't want to hurt his feelings too bad. Doug tells him that like, you know, you can't just run away from her. Like no matter where you go. Fucking can too. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to the school, last day of school or like. Thereabouts. Day after last day of school. Yeah. Right. Because it's only Jen and Jack in the hallway and then like one random girl walking through. <laughs> um, they're cleaning out their lockers. Was always a great feeling. Oh, we're just like, I don't have, I don't have last to. Last day of school. Totally. Cleaning out your locker. I know you never had a locker, Chris. I, I had a locker. Someone you just wrote the. Com- yeah, because someone wrote the combination on it. <laughs> and so it uh, rendering it uh, useless. To me, never, never was thought to change the combination or lockers. <laughs> you know, I was really uh, a uh, you know deal with what's in front of me kind of kid. <laughs> where it's like, well, there's a speed bump. Let's uh, keep moving, moving forward. I had killer lats for a whole uh, <laughs> semester, though. Yes, yeah, so Jen kind of in a very bitter mood. Yeah. She's just like, look, it's just me and you again. President and vice president of the Bitter Club. Jack's like, I'm not fucking bitter. <laughs> it's like, if I, you're in the club by yourself, man, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, yeah, sure. Everything's going great with your love life, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you dumb gay. <laughs> like, would you, you forget that that stuff sucks for you, too? I will pull you down with me. Yeah, and then we see Henry walking around. Henry, who said that he would not ever try to, like, talk to Jen again if... Sure. She walked in. Uh, has a changed his mind here a little bit, I guess. <laughs> well, like if I'm ne- if I'm nearby, you know, who knows what'll happen? Yeah. So he asked Jack to ask Jed if she can give him his copy of Siddhartha. I fucking love Jack here. No, this <laughs> is stupid. Jack's like, no, this is stupid. <laughs> dumbest thing in the world. She's standing right there. You could just talk to her. Uh, yeah. Doesn't even bother playing along. We're just like, no, I don't want to do any of this stuff. This is dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's like kind of part of the Dawson's Creek meta thing where it's like, no, we're not going to play into those tropes of like television. I know 
<laughs> you're standing right there. <laughs> she can hear you. Like, we're not going to play these games. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't fun for me. <laughs> but Jack does say to Jen that like, hey, Henry came over here to make up some lame excuse about his Dartha book. Right. Uh, so that you would give him another chance. And, you know, no, no, I didn't. You didn't no do that, Jen. <laughs> I just, I just wanted like how that book ends. Like, does he become Buddha? Does he, or does he just stay some asshole? Or does he stay a prince? Who knows? I mean, the history of Buddhism won't tell you. <laughs> I gotta get the word from this German asshole. Jack says this other thing where, like, Jen overreacted and she's sorry that she, like, broke up with you at prom. And she's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sorry for any of that shit. You can't just make me sorry for stuff I'm not sorry for. <laughs> Henry's like, yeah, fuck this. Jen, I'm sorry. Can we just get back together? Nope. <laughs> She's actually really mean. Yeah, she like this, this. This I was like, oh, when she said this, I was just like, oh. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry I ever fucking met you. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> That's really harsh. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, for the last few weeks, I have been pretty vocally not a huge fan of uh, oh, Henry, yeah. but you don't got to do a man like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's like cruel. Yeah. I'm sorry you were ever bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like. Jeez, man. You know, and Henry's like, well, I'm not. And he's just thinking like five days ago, I was this close to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> now, she doesn't even want, she she want, want me, me to be alive. alive. <laughs> you get why he gets all pouty sometimes. It's like, that's 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 a tough. Uh, uh, it's a lot of uh, emotional uh, arcs to make in a week. <laughs> That is a C-saw. Yeah, it's, you start, maybe I am bipolar. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's what, like, teenage life feels like. Oh, totally. I don't know if I'm bipolar, but I'm experiencing all the symptoms. <laughs> you know, like, I'm fucking manic, like, super happy. Fucking next day, I'm fucking sad. Yeah, I might not be bipolar, but I'm certainly spending a great deal of my time at one or the other pole. <laughs> yeah. Cut to the Learys. Oh, but after Henry says that, like, I'm not sorry, he gives the one last shot of, you don't have anything else to say to me? Just like, <laughs> was there something a little nicer than that? Oh, I, even if I did, I, I couldn't say it now. <laughs> yeah, this is really a, a mic drop line on the evil scale. Yeah. And so, yeah, Henry's finally just like, fine, screw this. I'm going to football camp. It's all over. We cut to the Learys, and he comes over to have Dawson sign her yearbook. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> KIT, have a great summer. You never asked anybody to sign your yearbook? I didn't go. I didn't have to go over to somebody's house special <laughs> to do it. <laughs> well, I, she comes over with ulterior motives, of course. You're kidding. Not our Andy. <laughs> Not just to get Dawson to sign. <laughs> Listen, McPhee, I know what you're doing. Don't scheme a schemer. The yearbook was cheap, too. It was only like 35 bucks. 35 bucks. Yeah. Dude, our yearbook was like 100 bucks. Shit was expensive. It's like, it's like 120 you, bucks or something. Yeah, like shit like everyone's that. motherfuckers wanted so many, so many color pages. <laughs> Dawson opens the book to sign it. And Andy says, no, I got a page just for you to sign. And she flips to a picture of Dawson and Pacey. Just smiling, being goofy friends. Just, just being Dawson and Pacey. Yeah, and Dawson's like, subtlety is not your thing, is it, McPhee? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, laid, laid on pretty thick. Yeah, and she tells Dawson that he's leaving for the summer, that he's going to go on this sailing trip. And Dawson's like, well, good for him. I was kind of like good for him too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like she's like, well, we're going to have this going away thing tomorrow night. I'm not going to that. <laughs> yeah, he says, even if I wanted to, I couldn't go. It's dinner rehearsal. You guys rehearse every time you have dinner? And he tells him that like one of them's going to make the first move to, you know, be friends. And he's like, well, it's not going to be me. 
<laughs> so there you go. One of us has got to want to make that move, and it ain't Dawson Leary. Yeah. I don't know if it should be Dawson. Uh uh-uh. Why should Dawson make the first move? For better or for worse, this is like, you know. Pacey's the one who lied to him. Yeah, th- this undoing is is on Pacey's lap. It should be him to walk walk it back over and uh, try to mend a fence. Yeah, I mean, like, why should Dawson be the one? Uh, because because uh, Andy can't go tell Pacey that he has to be the one. You know, Andy tells Dawson that it's hard for her, too, and that letting go is not just a one-time thing. You have to do it over and over again, you know? He's like, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I, I just want to do it once. <laughs> Call it good. Andy, you know, just trying to help. Totally. Using the language of uh, recovery that she has learned in the last, you know, Six, eight months. They make it sound like they make it sound like Pacey is going off to war and there's a possibility he might not come back. (laughs) Especially in the early goings of this episode. That was a thing that kept coming up for me is that the consequences, they make them sound way more outsized than they are. It's like Pacey leaves for a couple months on a boat or he doesn't like fucking the summer before Dawson went to Philadelphia. Like people leave for the summer. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, like he went to Philadelphia for the summer. It did it. It's not your last chance to be that person's friend. Yeah, and it's it's like if I were Pacey, if I were anybody, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna get out of Dodge for a couple months and let things settle and then come back and, and figure out what the next move is. In my mind, there's like absolutely nothing wrong with him just like taking off for a couple months. We're not completely sure Pacey wants Dawson there, you know? Yeah. Maybe he doesn't want Dawson there. Who knows? I mean, I, I certainly might not be the most excited to see him. Yeah, so who knows? We cut to the next scene. Deputy Doug pulls over Joey. Cops abusing their fucking power, just pulling over anybody they feel like. Joey with her, you know, white privilege. Yeah, getting getting in his face. Talking <laughs> back to the cops that only white people can do. Yep. Says that she's armed. <laughs> yeah, she's like, are you kidding me? And he's like, I clocked you going 35 and a 40 or something like that. She's like, you have a radar gun? And he's like, visual assessment. <laughs> now, now this is holding up in court, Witter. <laughs> yeah. It's a bullshit traffic stop. You don't have to uh, submit to a search. He tells her that he'll let her off with a warning and that a certain baby brother of his is planning to leave town without her saying goodbye to her. You're going to let a baby leave town? <laughs> <laughs> no, Pacey, goddammit. Yeah, um, that's a shock to Joey and and a shock that uh, Dougie's getting this involved. It's a small town. It's it's a slow crime day, but it's been uh, like for the last few episodes, like Doug, for whatever reason, really seems to be big, big brothering. This one is really sort of like seeking to be helpful. Yeah, I think with Dawson out of the picture, it's sort of like Doug is the person who would be the one to help out Pacey, you know, like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pacey and uh, Jack maybe a little too removed from each other. Mm. I think like it makes sense that Doug would be the one to help out a little bit. Yeah, I think just character wise, this is a sort of a growth segment for Doug in that he's like not doing half bad. Yeah, but also abuse of power. <laughs> sure. No, like if you want to get back to get back to that, I'll talk about fucking uh, I'll talk about the injustices I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing from this uh, in the scene all goddamn day. Yeah. So we cut to the grocery store, like general store. Pacey walks out with a bag of groceries and Joey is there to yell at him. How did she find him? It, see, it, it goes back. It goes back to when they need to find each other. They find yeah. each other when they don't. They can't. Yeah. It expands and contracts when you need it to. 
Yeah, she's like, well, you're just going to leave without saying goodbye, without saying anything. You're just going to give up. Fuck yeah. And it's like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. Do am I supposed to fucking hang out in this town for like the next three months to like subjecting myself to a, a reality I, I don't really care for? And yeah. Again, it's just like. Let the man have some breathing room. Yeah, I do think, you know, Pacey's right. Like, why would I want to spend the next summer watching you and Dawson, like, play out your reunion, like, tour, you know? Yeah, like, there's no play, there's no role for me in this uh, beyond casual onlooker. Yeah, but, you know, you say goodbye. No, you say goodbye. It's a, you say uh, goodbye. It's like, even if you got to do it morning of, but let you say goodbye. Like we said before, he'll be back. It's not like he's yeah. going to be gone forever. He didn't enlist. This is dumb guys going to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the dumb guy version of Paris. Sailing down to Key West. Yeah. <laughs> the dumbest of the islands. Uh, key lime pie. Love it. I love key lime pie. Don't, don't get me started on key lime pie. It's the only pie I like. This is the one pie you like? Yeah. What about pump- or pumpkin? Don't like it. The only other pies that I like are like bullshit, like chocolate ass pies. Like I don't like fruit pies. I don't like meringues. I don't like any of that yeah, stuff. I don't either. like fruit pies. Listen, if somebody gives me a slice of pumpkin pie, I'll eat it. You'll eat it. Somebody gives me a slice of apple pie. I'll eat it. I'll throw it in the garbage. I don't like it, but right. I'm not a monster. Sure. I will do everything in my power to avoid being handed a fruit pie. <laughs> I do enjoy a Australian hand pie. Have you ever had one of those? No. What is it? They're like little pies. You hold them in your hand. That's why it's a hand pie. And they're they're usually stuffed with potatoes and like meats and like different huh. like meats and flavors. Uh, savory pie. I got yeah, there's it's a savory pie. Yeah. I'm into it. They're like the size of your palm. My palm or like an, an adult's palm? <laughs> <laughs> like a young woman's palm. <laughs> so slightly larger than my palm. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, they're really good. There's Sounds a place awesome. down here that does a, like Australian hand pies. I like, uh, you know, I like uh, chicken pot pie, chicken to China, the chicken pot pie. So you, you, uh, you go for more of a, of a savory, savory, a savory yeah. pie. Like- Pacey says to Joey, I'm giving up, turn around. And it's her wall. Yep. And he's like, it's unfinished just like us. Just like us, Joey. Unfinished. I don't know. That was pretty definitive. <laughs> yeah. No, you're leaving. We're, we're good here. We're done. Yeah. She's like, this is not the ending I asked for. And he's like, well, it's the ending we got. And then she's like, yeah, I guess so. When she storms off. <laughs> so that's what you, yeah, that's what you get. coming over trying to say goodbye to me. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did it go how Pacey, I think, imagined it? No, Pacey has a lot of like what I think he wants to be or like not quite mic drop moments, uh. but like little knowledge nuggets that he wants to like land in a certain way. He wants to nag her <laughs> into like yeah, into like you fucking love me. Yeah, like yeah, he wants like to snap the gypsy curse that's on her. Yeah, the the leery gypsy curse on her. Yeah, and it, but he's just like that's not how the shit works. Well, I think like you know th- there is a part of Pacey who is well, I'm gonna push you away before you can like reject me. You know. Yeah, which you've already done, and I don't need you to do it again. <laughs> so, you know, part sure. of him is also like, you can't reject me. I'm going to Key West. Party. This entire this entire boat trip is for me to preserve my goddamn dignity. <laughs> yeah. Also make a big scene. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, what's the showiest thing you can do? I'm going to take the boat I fixed to uh, an island far, far away. We're at the uh, rehearsal. 
they have like a pastor or reverend or priest or something that's like 110 years old. I think it's, I think she calls him reverend. But yeah, old, old as shit. Gail and Mitch are like, you know, I think we could skip the, you know, this part. I think we know, like, we've been through this shit before. We we, we know we know how it goes, Reverend. Well, then why do I, I drive all the way the fuck out here to reverse this with you two? <laughs> yeah, so she's like, you know, we got 20 people coming for dinner an hour. You know, Doss is really happy to see his parents get married. And yeah. as he looks over to Joey, she's just kind of like not there. Thinking about other stuff, man. <laughs> got a lot on her mind. Yeah, she's thinking about not seeing Pacey for three months. Three paceless months. What will she do with herself? Dawson tells Joey that, like, you know, he still hasn't written his best man speech yet. If she had any, like, pointers for him. Oh, say something nice about your dad. Yeah, she's just whatever. like, you know, I don't have much to say about relationship these days. Just like, all right. Cool. I remember, you know, I'm, lob- I'm lobbing softballs at you, Joey. Help me out of <laughs> yeah, here. I'm just trying to have a goddamn conversation over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, weddings, huh? She's like, you know, you, you could go... She's like, go where? He's like, Pacey's going away party. Just go. And she's like, I'm here, aren't I? He's like, yeah, in like fucking body, but not spirit. You have a scowl on your face the whole time. You like obviously don't want to be here. That's what my face looks like. She's like, cut me some slack, Dawson. And he's like, cut me some slack. (laughs) You cut me some slack. No, you cut me some slack. He's like, don't make me feel like this. Like, you're stuck with me. Mm. He says, I don't deserve that. Mm, You deserve Mm. some of it. I deserve a little bit of it. Yeah. Joey's like, you don't. I'm fine. He's like, no, just go. And she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. This is the best. <laughs> he even tells her to like, you know, go and like give the guy his best. Right. Which is like, it was like. Which oh, is this, a this, pretty this, big concession for, for absolutely. Dawson at this point. I was, I was impressed that it even, that it even crossed his mind to say. Yeah, I think it's clear at this point that Dawson understands that Joey's forced, not for him I forced to her into second prize, yeah. You know, like, yeah. she's here because she's afraid of losing something that she's had our whole life. She's now making a decision based on what she doesn't want, not what she actually wants. Right. Uh, we're, we're running into the same thing that we had a couple episodes ago. Yeah, Dawson t- telling Joey that, like, losing her uh, made him realize that, he like... He doesn't want to lose her. Not that he wants to keep her, but that he just doesn't he doesn't want to lose her. Right. And now Joey is making a decision based on what she doesn't want, which is to lose Dawson instead of what she actually wants, which is to be with Pacey. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, she was on she was on the other foot. You basically. Know, I think a, a lot of times people are like, why do Joey and Dawson like each other? They, they seem to have a lot in common mm-hmm. uh, as far as like how they treat each other. Yeah. Like they treat each other like this, like precious prize that they don't right. like. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like it's this precious thing, but they don't seem to really like it that much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. It's like, it's like an, it's like an, um, like a family heirloom from like a relative you didn't care for. But it's like gigantic too. Like, it's just like really big. It takes up a lot of space in your life. But you you can't get rid of it. It's like one of those old like Aztec heads or something like yeah, that. Or old Mac grandfather clock. Yeah, and it's just like it's noisy. It's hard. It's like really hard to maintain, and it's just like incredibly old, intricate. But it's just like I can't get rid of it. Belongs to like my dead grandmother. It belongs to me now, but yeah, took it took it from that old bat's hands, <laughs> and she she breathed her last. But yeah, definitely. That's that's a that's a super good way of putting it. We're by the docks 
we're at Pacey's going away dinner. We're having a little uh, seafood dinner. Very uh, New England of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. Having a little crab fest. Yeah. A little crab feast. You enjoy crab? Yeah, I like crab. It's not my favorite shellfish, but yeah, I dig, I dig on some crab. I like the physicality of it. We have Jack, Andy, Jen, Grams here tonight, and Pacey, of course. They're all complaining about their love lives and how like nothing <laughs> is going well. And Grams is like, you kids are just, just so down on life. Like, you're too young for this. You, y'all need to get some dick. And she's like, listen, Grams, you don't understand. Our lives are hard, all right? Like, you don't know <laughs> you don't get the it, ins man. and outs that have gone on in the last few weeks alone. Right. And she's like, oh, you guys think I, I've, I've, I haven't loved and lost? You don't think I know about love? Oh, I loved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She tells them a story about a young boy she saw in the hospital. He had the most beautiful blue eyes she had ever seen. Of course, they're going to be blue. <laughs> and that he was leaving for Busan in the morning, which we call Busan now. Busan. Yeah. I, th- I thought that I thought, I thought was like, that's not how you pronounce that, is it? Uh, I think it is. Like, uh, it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it might be pronounced Busan. Uh, it might be. I've just never, I just but never it heard it pronounced also, It before. used to be written as Busan, but we okay. write it with a B now. Maybe it was Busan. It was written with a P, but pronounced Busan. It used to be written with a P, and now it's written with a B. So, Got it. So, uh, Graham's a uh, child of the Korean War. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she's, she's like, he had the most beautiful blue eyes she had ever seen, and in the morning he was leaving for Pusan, and he had leaned in and whispered, will you wait for me? But like, she knew that, like, if she were to kiss him, that everything in her life would be changed forever. Yeah, that it was all, it was all over, man. Uh, Pace is like, well, you just did nothing. And she said, yeah, nothing. Mm. Jack says, well, do you ever wonder, like, what would have happened if you had kissed him? And she says, well, that's the point. I didn't have to wonder because the very next day she drove down to San Diego and found him on the dock. There's got to be, like, thousands of, like, people How do you spot there. the blue-eyed uh, Marine <laughs> on the San Diego, on the docks in San Diego? And she kissed him there in front of all the soldiers. Jen says, I didn't know grandpa was in the korean war and grandpa's like he wasn't your grandpa was a pussy <laughs> conscientious objector i guess yeah he's she says he wasn't thomas culpepper culpepper the boy with the most beautiful blue eyes i've ever seen died in busan got eaten by a zombie he, <laughs> he, he died in shallow water before he ever made it off the boat god uh, that, that detail's fucked, dude. Ah, Should have ah, stayed on the boat. Didn't even make it to land, man. Didn't even make it off the boat. War's gnarly, man. It's like when you watch Saving Private Ryan, that scene, and it's just like, yeah, man, I'm not gonna be in one of the first boats. <laughs> I'm gonna be one of the last boats. I'm not gonna be, yeah, I'm not gonna be in the middle boats either. <laughs> I'm, not pilot, I'm not gonna pilot one of those boats. The draw to be like, and the one of the first boats, like fuck, we're dead. Hey, we're dead. dead. Congratulations, dead. you're gonna hey, die right hey, now. We all die. We're all gonna be dead. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. We we are we all got uh, we all drew to be heroes. Yeah, she said she had forty six amazing years with one man, and one perfect kiss with another, and so she has no regrets in life, and they would be lucky to say the same. Easy peasy, a Japanese. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Well, yeah. Okay. So you had two, uh, two relationships. Yeah. One relationship, but one like barely relationship. And whatever, man, you you weren't act, acting like you're you're you weren't a dripping when Whit Hubley was maybe going to take you out. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you play superior to me? You dyed your hair, looked like a twenty years younger Grams, did some shit you didn't, you're never done for Grandpa. How dare you? I don't want this attitude out of you. And Whit Hubley was just some old asshole that you used to know. Like it wasn't even like a sexy dude. Somebody you used to know. It was the whole. He was old man Gautier. Or at the Leary's house, they're, you know, having their little dinner party. Dawson looking for Joey. He sees her sitting on the dock by herself. So you should have just gone to the going away party. Going away dinner. It's another, it's uh, Joey's problem in his last couple of episodes. Like, I can't choose one or the other, so I choose neither. And am miserable. Self-flagellation. Yeah, I was like, well, I guess I gotta take this party evening on the chin as well. Yeah, so Dawson uh, walks out to the dock to tell her that Bessie called and that she wants her to pick up some milk at the store. Right. Pick up, pick up your own fucking milk. <laughs> Dawson tells Joey that, like, you know, he doesn't want to fight. I'm sorry. He, well, he doesn't say sorry because that is not the Dawson yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, I don't think he actually apologizes. That, does, that doesn't sound like a Dawson. She says, I'm sorry. And he, he's like, good. <laughs> I don't know what you're sorry for, but I'll take it. <laughs> She tells Dawson that, you know, if they're going to have an honest relationship with one another, she needs to tell him that had she known that Dawson would forgive her, she probably wouldn't have broke things off of Pacey. Right. And that the reason she did was because Dawson's family and Dawson are the only things that feel like home to her, even more than her home. Take that, Bessie. Whatever, man. She knows. Bessie knows what's up. (laughs) She was afraid of losing that. Because rest assured, she would have. Yeah. You know, she said, she, if so, she may have chosen differently. You know, she says, you deserve to know that, Dawson. It's like, oh, you just want to be like really mean to me right now? <laughs> you just want to hurt my feelings right now? I got to be mean to somebody, man. I didn't go to either one of these fucking dinners. I don't I'm need starv- to know that. <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> Try to live in ignorance over here. Yeah. No. Yeah, that, and that is a thing that like, that happens in interpersonal relationships where I don't know if it's in the interest of transparency or if it's just like getting things off your chest. But like there are those moments where it's like, I'm just telling you details and they get to one where you're just like, ah, may, may, maybe be more judicious with the ones you say out loud. Yeah, it is a problem and it doesn't happen to everybody. <laughs> it, it does make me make me uh, feel like you're less of a man. <laughs> No, I don't want some Skittles. We're in the car with Grams and Jen, Jack, and Andy. Grams is like, what's wrong, Jennifer? She's just like, oh, I miss, I miss Henry. Me, 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 me. I was mean to him, and now, <laughs> I'm, now I'm never going to, he's never going to love me no more, and I miss Henry. Shut up, Jen. God damn it, Jen. Come on, Jen, stay strong. Stiff upper lip, and you know she's not gonna, <laughs> which makes it all the more infuriating. And Grams is like, well... Well, I'll have to fix this. So she turns the car around. I'm going to find you a blue-eyed soldier to kiss <laughs> before you marry Henry. You could have just waited to make that U-turn, Grams. Grams was like, well, number one, she's an old lady. She's fucking driving. <laughs> like, th- this is this is how she does. You know how I make my hot left turns. The international film and TV symbol for spontaneity is a hard U-turn. 
Yeah, we cut to Joey picking up some milk. As she walks by, Pacey goes and grabs uh, the milk out of the bag and says that I called Bessie so that Bessie could call you. This is fucking subterfuge. Does anyone need this milk? (laughs) (laughs) It is maybe waste $2.19. Yeah. Yeah, I'm walking around with fucking uh, like uh, like milk. We don't need money. Pacey tells Joey that he's not quite prepared to just give up yet. But he needs to know that she is also not going to give up on him. So he has spent the last like hour or so painting. Ask me to stay on the wall. It's impressionist painting. No, it's, it's pretty uh, specific. It's pretty like pretty uh, straightforward. Straightforward. Uh, ask me to stay. <laughs> Letters. He leaves Joey with that to Joey to stare at the wall. Just. Yeah. The words asked me to stay hastily written. But what if Joey was just like, yeah, you ruined my wall. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, is, is it even my wall anymore? <laughs> I gotta, like paint over that now. I just want to paint the thing I painted already at school <laughs> over again. The next day we're at the wedding. Gail and Mitch, you know, giving their vows, promising to love each other in sickness and in health. What's 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 the phrase they use? Do they both have have I love you before I knew you. I will love you for all eternity. I gotcha. You are my beloved Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> You're my beloved Gail of the Channel 4 News. <laughs> Formerly the Channel 4 News. <laughs> she yeah, made me put that it. in there. She made me put that in there. <laughs> um I wonder if um Bob is there. <laughs> Oh, Bob, better not be there. I'll tell you that much. Or he's, he's just like gazing at it from across the creek through some binoculars. But we also kind of find out that like you could just show up. <laughs> like you like, yeah. could be there. Who knows? Pacey's there. Yeah. I mean, that's what you risk with an outdoor wedding in a small town. <laughs> just like, there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of barriers to entry. Right, like I assume they didn't invite Pacey. But they didn't say you can't come. Or did they? Do you think invite Pacey? I bet um, I, after what he did for the Leary's Fresh Fish <laughs> the week, the week, uh, two weeks previous, I'm, I think he got an invite. But he, he doesn't even have a chair. So, like, they weren't counting on him coming. Exactly. They threw it out there. He didn't RSVP. <laughs> they were expecting if he showed up to, to like, squat, like, he's going to tell teens about drugs. Yeah, so the ceremony finish. Dawson and Joey walking down the aisle. They see Pacey, and it's just kind of like, why is he here? Stealing focus. Stealing focus. <laughs> we cut to to Grams' car. They've been driving for hours. Coffee, sodas, roadmaps. Because back in 2000, you know, like. You didn't know how to get anywhere. That's how you had to do it. You had to, like, put your directions out on MapQuest. MapQuest. Map uh, and then carry that with you, or you had a Thomas guide. Thomas guide. Yeah. It's funny, like, at this point in their journey, they've obviously been to and through the part of a uh, impromptu road trip where it's like you have the initial, like, adrenaline rush of, like, we're doing it! Road trip! To uh, the middle where you're just like, God, it, it's far to get places. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they got some snacks and shit, and I think they're back to, to like... um not as excited as they were originally, but like, you know, past the uh, doldrums. Yeah, this is like they've passed Barstow. Right. You know, they've passed Baker. And they're uh, they're not, they, they can't visually see Vegas yet, but you know it's just over this hill. No, you know over the hill is, sta- you know state line is over this hill. 
And so it's just like, oh, it's like 20, it's like 20 more miles after this fucking cake. Yeah. Um, it made me nostalgic for a road trip. For a road trip? Totally. Yeah. yeah like, just like, wow. Just like get in your car and drive somewhere and not have to worry about like getting sick or getting other people sick. <laughs> He's just roam uh, to and it's fro just across like, this great land of ours. Move freely. Right. Without an underlying sense of foreboding. Yeah, definitely was like, wow, that'd be so much fun. Totally. And just like, you got, you got snacks. Oh. You're like eating a snack. But yeah, just like the minute like things open up, I'm like, I got a road trip. Hit, hit the fucking road. Totally. Yeah. I'm into it. Let's go. Yeah. So they spot uh, the bus at a, at a truck stop. Pull mm-hmm. in. Jen runs out of the car. Screams, Henry. She can't find him. There's just a bunch of boys everywhere. Yeah. Headed off to, headed off to war. Yeah. She tries to run <laughs> into the bathroom to find him. Jen's like crazy I'm, right now. Like, Listen, I need to find. Yeah. It's it's like she's uh, trying to find a missing person. <laughs> yeah. Jen finds him and she's like, she makes this like huge speech in front of everybody that like, yeah. when you meet the person you're supposed to be with you just know and that like she's the reason why they didn't have sex that night not because she was mad at him but because she was more nervous than him and that mm. she in so many ways is more of a virgin than he could ever be except all the ways that matter <laughs> this i mean this isn't even trying to be particular this is just like the words are mean what words mean jen yeah and she like you know makes out with him they have a big kiss and the all the football boys are like yeah man yeah because they're like 30. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be like high school kids. I feel like the extras casting were just like, we need a bunch of football players and then didn't specify what age they were supposed to be. Yeah. We cut back to the wedding. Joey walks up to Pacey and, and she's like, listen, I don't, you know, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not, I just don't know what to say. Like, I, I just have... Things are just so complicated, you know, just the same Joey stuff over and over again. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Pacey's like, listen, you, you've made your choice then. Boom. boom. Easy peasy. Yeah. It was, was it so hard? You should have made this choice uh, two months ago. It would have saved us all a lot of uh, energy and heartache. It's like, that's not fair. Peace. I could be kissing up on somebody else by now. I know you're heartbroken. That's not fair. Yeah, I don't be taking those swipes. Un- unfair, Witter. Unfair. Dawson walks out with, remember those cameras, those disposable cameras? They have yeah. those anymore? I don't think so. All right, everybody has a cell phone. Like, Yeah, it's it's all digital now. Like, I would imagine maybe like a truck stop in like like a Wyoming type state or something. But like, yeah. Where they don't have cell phones. So what are you trying to say about people who live in Wyoming? No, I was saying it about, tr- and about truck stops where stuff just sort of sits there until get, it gets bought. You know, you're really putting down Wyoming. You know, we have a lot of listeners from Wyoming. The Cowboy State? Yeah, Cowboy State. Oh, yeah. So Dawson comes up with one of those disposable cameras and it's like, oh, look, the uh, three main characters in the love triangle. Right. Uh, Joey immediately grabs the camera and gets the fuck out of Dodge. (laughs) Fuck this. I will throw this in the lake. Screw you. Yeah. And Pacey's like, hey, Joe. And she's like, yeah. Don't I even get a goodbye? She's like, Peace. <laughs> Deuces, son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone wants to make a fucking big deal about goodbyes over here. How about we just peace out like all, all three of us right now? Yeah. She says goodbye to Pacey and she walks off. Dawson asks Pacey, like, what the fuck are you doing here, man? I heard you're supposed to bail out of town. And he's like, I'm just here for your parents. 
They don't like you. <laughs> they don't like you. You made me sad. That made them sad. <laughs> they don't like you. They like like they like me. Wait, well, yeah, no shit, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they like me more than they like you, Pacey. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I know that, Dawson. <laughs> your parents, you know, Pacey, your parents like me more than they like you do. Yeah, Dawson, that's been the lesson of the last three seasons is uh, everybody likes you more than they like me. <laughs> he tells Dawson, congratulations. Joey's made her choice. You know, things aren't ever going to be the same between us, are they? I mean, and Dawson's just like, nope. Nope. Sorry, pal. <laughs> Which is as honest an answer as he can give. <laughs> Check you later. Check you later. You say shit like that. say shit like that, man. Girls don't like that shit. Man, girls don't like anything, man. The girls <laughs> in her class are such prudes. Such prudes, man. Check you later. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to the truck stop. Jen saying goodbye to Henry. And as Jack gets in the car, Jen's like, listen, we got one more stop on our little Carpe Diem road trip. Seize the day. And they look at Jack. And Jack's like, uh, no way. I don't want to do this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't man. like this. I was just I was just a passenger, man. I don't, don't want to get into all this, man. And Graham's resist the urge to say, gross, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jen's like, what's the fastest route to Boston? We cut back to... The wedding, and we have Dawson and Joey dancing awkwardly. Yeah, it might as well be doing the fucking chicken dance over here. <laughs> it looks so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, she's like on the verge of tears. Yeah. And Dawson tells, it's just like, you know, there used to be a time when I could look in your eyes and know what you're thinking and just like, can't do that anymore. And she th- says that, you know, I'm just, you know, thinking about all the things we didn't get to do last summer and like, you know, like how fun this summer's going to be. As tears are just like building up on the edge of her eyes. Like, yeah, Joey, I'm sure that is exactly what you were thinking. <laughs> like, this uh, looks so sad. Yeah, it's just like, and, and it's like Dawson. Listen, if you can't look into her eyes and tell what she's thinking, you don't want to know what she's <laughs> thinking. <laughs> yeah, I think you know Dawson finally realizing last summer was last summer, and this summer is this summer. You can't recapture yeah. how Joey felt about you last summer. Yeah, even though and she you, told you to. Get the fuck out of her life, and that she never wanted to talk to you again. Yeah, you you made her turn snitch, <laughs> <laughs> and you're the reason that her family's all fucked up. Honestly, this is a better summer start to a summer I so mean, far. Better than last summer, I mean, last she, summer really yeah. sucked. <laughs> yeah, Dawson, like she's on the verge of tears, and Dawson's trying not to fist pump in victory. Like hell yeah, I ain't blamed for shit. I mean, Dawson had spent the whole summer in Philadelphia. Gross. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hot as balls. He's not in the roots, so who cares? What are you doing there? We cut to the road trip. We're road at trip. some kind of like elite New England uh, boarding school. Yeah. Hoity motherfucking hoity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jack immediately gets out of the car and finds Ethan. <laughs> Just sitting like, it, like five yards away. <laughs> Capeside magnet. No, it turns out Ethan's uh, studying at the closest table to the parking lot. Yeah. Ethan's like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing here, bro? What are you doing here, man? What are you doing, man? We we, we finished this up at the, at the bus station, bro. <laughs> Jack, like, has his little preamble. Yeah, Jack talks about how, like, he wants to show you why he's here. And he's just like, fuck it. And he kisses Ethan. This is the first male gay kiss on national television. Yeah, I was wondering if that if it was. Yeah, this is the first male gay kiss on national television. That's nice. 
It's a good kiss. <laughs> I think we talked about this before, but Curse Smith had no idea his character was gay when they decided to make That's right. this turn. And, you know, they were like, are you okay with that, Kerr? You know, because back in that day. Oh, totally. That could ruin your career. That sure, could like totally. typecast you and like put you in a thing and just like ruin your career. And, you know, yeah, he kind of like took it and was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. And to think that like it was 20 years ago. Sure. That like the first gay kiss happened, male and gay it, kiss. Because Ellen happened before this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Ellen yeah. was like 98, something like that. But we had never seen two males, much less two teenage males. Yeah. No, it's extra momentous. Yeah. Network TV, you know, like Thursday night, not yeah. Thursday, but like Wednesday night. Oh, I don't know. Primetime, primetime prime ass time, television. Man. Yeah, ass television. It was kind of, it was a crazy moment. It's ballsy, ballsy. And it was, it was ballsy of Dawson's Creek to like. Totally. Go there, you know, because mm-hmm. not just because they were gay, but also because they were boys, young boys, you know, they're supposed to be right. teenagers. Yeah, the, so the the way anybody's looking at it, like fan and detractor, it's just like, yeah, it, there's it's, there's an, there's an extra layer to it. Dawson's Creek, uh, written by pederasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Kurt Smith talks about how, like, you know, he really molded over. He really thought about it. Should he do this kiss or not? He, he says he he just remembers that it was like a very intense like question at that time. Like, should he do it or not? Right. You know, I'm glad he chose to, and now it's yeah, like, definitely. He, you get to be, you know a part of history and it's you know we talk about Dawson's Creek seems so quaint and like mm-hmm. almost like juvenile in terms of like teen shows now you know like euphoria you know you compare like Dawson's Creek to euphoria you know which is even like right crazier than like skins you know like yeah like the shit they were dealing with it 20 in at Dawson's Creek 20 years ago is like Oh, it's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Like, you think you might be gay? <laughs> yeah. But it was groundbreaking and it was totally like scary for, you know, the people on the show and the actors to make that decision. And they didn't know how people would have uh, taken it at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it, and it is, it's just to think about that, that like the quaint, you know, the quaintness of it 20 years on just like throws into stark relief, just like, the idea that it was that as risky as it was 20 years ago almost seems like impossible <laughs> was like because many strides since then. But it's like, yeah, that that like that that it carried that level of risk with it. Is, so like um, the network was against it. Sure. The, the network's totally against it. They didn't want to do it, uh-huh. you know, especially that like, kind of controversy. Sure. Yeah. They're, you're bringing a lot of controversy onto a teen show. So the showrunner at the time. Greg Berlanti, Berlanti, pretty much threatened to to like quit. Oh wow! He said either the like if you don't put it on, uh, I quit. And then so then the sh- the network gave him like a list of okay, this is how you can shoot it. Oh, like conditions of how to shoot it. Fuck. Yeah, that it had to be from a certain distance, like for further away. So what he did was shoot it in one take. So they had no options but to to, to hell yeah. Fuck yeah. To put it in the way he shot it because he only did Shit, one take. Yeah. That's oh man, the dude's my fucking hero. That's so good. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, we ran out we ran out of time. Yeah, so <laughs> had like, to make our day. it was just like, oh, they couldn't they didn't have a choice. They only had one take. Yeah, because they had a like 
the network had a whole like you have this is how the kiss should go this is where the kiss can happen uh, this is how far the kiss like what, what yeah. like distance the camera can be away you know they wanted it to be a lot further away and in a wide oh, yeah. shot <laughs> they wanted it in a crane like a crane shot <laughs> yeah like they wanted it to be a much wider shot uh, but he pretty much you know shot of uh, the angle he yeah. wanted did one take and was like, we're done. I'm not going to give the network anymore. It's a, it's a solid, it's a solid angle too. Like it, 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 um, you can definitely see like reading that now, how much it would have like dulled the impact if it was shot further from where, uh, where it was shot. Yeah. Let's get in there. Well, it's just like, like this is like, shoot it like it's real, man. Like, shoot it like, like you would d- shoot any other kiss, you know, like you would kiss Pacey and Joey, you know, like, yeah. like if you're going to do it, do it. Don't, uh, I love Lucy the rules out of it, you know, like yeah. one we have to have one foot on Laura at all times. Well, because it's like the second you start manipulating what the shot's going to be like that, you start drawing attention to the shot itself. And like you cut you cut the impact of the moment off at the knees because you're just like there's even just like cognitive dissonance of just like this isn't how kisses are on TV. Why does this look like this? Yes, even though the network didn't want it originally and put all these boundaries and rules on it, they could have killed it. They could sure. have. Yeah, they could have. They, yeah, they, they could have killed it. that. Just like, nope, I'm sorry. You guys got to reshoot. Right. You know, but I'm glad that they didn't. And I'm glad that we got this moment. And, you know, I'm sure there are many people who, for the first time, saw somebody who was their age who mm-hmm. maybe looked like them you know have a romantic storyline yeah on tv that, that was just like more than innuendos more than like coded speech mm-hmm. i'm sure it meant a lot to a lot of people straight-faced representation of who some of these people are or who like you know that feelings that uh kids watching and and adults watching had had inside them and not, never had them articulated it's yeah, it's good. It's a it's a good it's a friendly good thing. It's so common nowadays to have gay characters. Mm-hmm. You know, you could you would have a TV show that is you know all gay characters, mm-hmm. but it had to start somewhere. Like the way culture moves, it's just you can't go from A to to C. You know, there's always like all these steps in between. And right. if you're constantly afraid to make the right decision, then it never gets to happen. Totally. At some point, you've got to be the first to the line, the one that kicks kicks it off. Unfortunately for Jack. Guess what? This kiss, great for America, great for culture, great for the world, not great for Jack. Ethan immediately tells Jack that this gentleman sitting next to them, the Brad. Imposing, the imposing looking motherfucker. Yeah. Apparently everybody on this rugby team is like, Super good looking and gay. Welcome to welcome to East Coast Rugby, my Dude, friend. This kid is huge. He is like no, like he's a beast. He's so big. I wouldn't try to kill that Ethan, even if I knew for a fact that wasn't his boyfriend. <laughs> he's just like too imposing. If Ethan and Jack stood shoulder to shoulder, their their both body width would be the size of this dude's shoulder to shoulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy could like put them both in his arms and like dull the impact of jumping out of a bus. Kids jacked. I don't know where they found him. <laughs> the gym, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jack immediately understands. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, he's uh your giant boyfriend's being very cool about this. <laughs> 
for all the implications of the first gay kiss on TV in Dawson's Creek world, this is Jack's first gay kiss also. Right. And for it to be so devastating, that's hard, man. Like I really feel for Jack. Like, God damn it. Totally. Especially after like the momentum that they've got going on with like, they got a win. They got a W uh, with uh, uh, Henry, Henry and um, Jen, with Jen and Henry. And just like, take that energy and the Graham's energy and it was like, all right, cool. We're solving all of our love problems right now. And for like, once again, Jack to be the odd man out of like, yeah. well, shit doesn't work out for Jack. It really sucks. Just, you know, Ethan tells Jack that it's just not the right time. Like, I'm sorry. Sorry, pal. It's never the right time. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> life isn't what life isn't one of those things where it's like, just cause it hasn't been the right time a bunch of times before. doesn't mean it has to be the right time now. We cut back to the wedding. Dawson is making his best man speech. And essentially his speech is that love is something that doesn't just end, that it can start again and anew and that like you can forgive. And that's what love really means. Right. That you can forgive anything. So if you love somebody, that means you could forgive anything. And, you know, it kind of hits Joey, like, a little bit. You know, I think in Joey's mind, it's like, well, if Dawson really loves me, then he can forgive me, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting two and two together. (laughs) Now we have Joey walking on the dock down to Dawson. This is the very famous meme moment. Yep. Joey asked Dawson if he meant what he said in his speech. Nope. <laughs> Sounded good though, did it? <laughs> These fucking rubes. <laughs> yeah, he says, yeah. He 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 meant what he said. Yeah. But like Every, about my parents. About him specifically. I mean, like, you didn't think I was like talking about us. I mean, I I mean I know I was speaking in generalities, but that's that's how a fucking speech works. I didn't feel like I had to say Mitch and Gail over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, he says, yeah, every word. And that's why she should go. And she's like, what? You you need to go to Pacey. Tells her that that first summer, she was supposed to go to Paris and study. And because of him, she didn't. And Pacey is this year's Paris. You know, she's like, it's not your fault. You didn't make me stay. He's like, I know, but I should have made you go. Yep. And he's not going to make this mistake again. And she's like, well, well, don't I get a choice? And he's like, no. Nope. (laughs) Men make choice for women. Have we hinted at all the, in the last couple episodes that you get a choice on any of this shit? Dawson pretty much looks at her and just is like, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. You know. You're you never going to get an offer like this from me again. <laughs> you know that these are just pleasantries. And when we're done with this conversation, you're going to turn around and you're going to go. And nothing anybody says now is going to make a difference. And nothing we say to each other right now will add up to anything. All that matters right now is that you do what you want. Yeah. For, for, for once in your goddamn life, you get to do what you want. He, he tells her that you want him like I want you. You love him like I love you. The only difference is he loves you back the same way. Weesh. The sweet spot, they call that. (laughs) And he tells her that she deserves it. Yep. And that he's not going to be the one that stands in the way of her getting that. Yeah. Then he says, you're free. It'd be funny if she was like, how are you, bitch? You ain't my master. You ain't my master. 
Oh, oh, I'm free. I'm free now. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were great. Just like, but like she says, like, I don't want you to hate me, Dawson. It's like, I just words, Joe. I can't tell you how I'm going to feel. I, yeah, who I, knows? I, don't, I got no crystal ball on this one. I don't know if I'm going to forgive you or not forgive you, but you know you have to go, and I know you have to go. Yeah. So go. Yeah, and he's just like, you better go before I change my mind, girl. <laughs> like, because I am this fucking close to changing my mind. Yeah. I've almost logic myself back into like not wanting you to go. So get out of here. She runs away and we get classic crying meme Dawson. Listen. The face the face that launched a, a thousand memes. Sometimes you ugly cry in real life. All right. Exa- fucking exactly. And this is one of those moments where you ugly cry. Absolutely. I got no I got no problem I with this face. I don't think it's this better be being a bad actor. Absolutely not. Like, li- listen, I've seen this meme a fucking million times and I, but, and have not seen this show before. I was prepared for this to just like just really undercut the emotion of what just happened. But no, like that's an this is all hitting me at once. Ugly face cry. Th- yeah. That is an honest that is an honest, ugly cry face. I got no beef. I got no problem with that at yeah, all. I have no problems with this. Is it funny? Yes. It's funny. Yes. Yeah. Are, are memes funny? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them. Yeah, the ones with that frog are the, my favorite. <laughs> it's a funny frog. I got I got a bunch of uh, globalist based ones that I want to show you after this. They're they're hilarious. No, he's ugly crying and like. No oh, man, here I'm telling you now. The next time you cry, put on your cell phone, record yourself, and see what you look like. And there's a thing I'll tell you right now. I don't have to. I know it'll <laughs> yeah. look awful. Yeah, you look awful too. You look fucking cool when you cry. Yeah, that's why nobody wants to cry in front of anybody. Yeah. I mean, I got all kinds of other reasons <laughs> for that, but like, it's, yeah. that's it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, leave Vanderbeek alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, listen, Michael Jordan cry face is way better. Oh, Michael Jordan cry face is amazing. Uh, yeah, we see Joey running off right next to the bride and groom. I like <laughs> Gail pointing like, where's she going? What the fuck? <laughs> and as we see Joey run away, Grams and Jen pull up and Jen sees Dawson just like collapse out of the dock. Oh boy. <laughs> I think people will like be like, well, who's Dawson to tell her she's free? But in Joey's mind, Dawson is the reason why she hasn't chosen mm-hmm. Paisley. She just told him that. You're right. And like she wants him to know that, so he has to say something that so to let her right. go. Like if he doesn't say anything, she won't go, and he knows that she needs to go. Yeah, it's it's like it's call and response. Like I I need you to know this. I need you to know that this is the reason. And yeah, so I'm like, staying here because of you because I'm afraid to lose you. So he has to be the one to let her go. Even yes, she doesn't belong to Dawson, but Dawson needs to be the one to let her know that like you have to go. Yeah, and it's like it, it would be one thing if he if he said that without that initial statement from Joey, but it's like it's not him. It's not him claiming ownership. It's him answering that statement. Yeah, and he didn't have to. No. He could have been a real dick about it. <laughs> real dick about it. He could have had like, well, I guess we'll have a fun summer. <laughs> All right, I'm, and I'm here's the go thing, you know, like Pacey away for a month. That could change everything, right? Between totally. the two of them. Mm-hmm. That gives Dawson a big end. He didn't have to. Yeah. No, if you're if you're viewing it as like some kind of sociopath st- strategy, then it's like, <laughs> then it's like, oh, yeah, that like that's some upper hand shit. 
I'll, I'll take the whole summer. I think Dawson generally was like, Joey deserves love, and I'm not going to be the one to stand in the in the way of that. Right. I don't want to be the reason she doesn't get to love somebody and have them love her back the same way. And realizing that, like, preventing that doesn't cause, like... It's it's not like free floating love that that then just gets poured back onto him. Like there's no there's no advantage to him doing that other than screwing her and Pacey, basically. Right. Like I wouldn't go as far as saying he's being generous at this moment. Right. But he's he is definitely thinking about Joey and how she feels. Sure. He's being as fair as 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 he's capable of being at this point. Yeah. Like he definitely is thinking about Joey and what she wants. Mm-hmm. We know that Joey's not going to ever tell him like Joey's not going to make that move on her own. So he has to be the one that makes it for her. Right. And he has to be the one that tells her to like, you need to go now because he's not going to be here in like an hour. Right. So you go now. You catch that boat or you're going to regret it. You're going to watch that boat float slowly away, but fast enough to where you can't get hold of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, God damn it. It's so close. Why can't he see me? Yeah, so I mean, I f- I feel for Dawson here. It's a hard thing to do to be a big person like that. And like from the last like the last few episodes is like you did I wasn't sure that Dawson had this aspect of Dawson in him. And for him to like finally sort of make that decision to be like to to put Joey before how he feels and to set let you know set her free or whatever it was like you're ultimately you're good man dawson leary i think so too i think like you know dawson has his bad days and dawson has his good days you Mm -hmm. know and you know sometimes it feels like dawson has more bad days than good days yeah that's part of the journey and uh, yeah sometimes you're gonna have more bad days than good days you can't always live up to the person you want to be god or the person you hope to be right but you can't ever stop trying, you know, and Dawson doesn't stop trying to better himself, Mm -hmm. even if it's like, doesn't work out or it doesn't seem like he is. But like this whole year for Dawson has been trying to work out who he is and like Mm -hmm. this future for him. And like, what does that mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And that sort of that in that unmoored way of like not having uh, the relationships that he's counted on. And just trying to figure out who he is by himself. We're all selfish sometimes. And we all make mistakes in relationships. And like none of us are perfect. Mm. And I think some people hold Dawson to a level that I don't know if any teenage boy could oh, like. fuck no. No, 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 no. Reach. And I think they give a Pacey a lot of leeway for the shitty things Pacey does. Sure. It's, uh, yeah. No, because like the people tend to frame Pacey's fuck ups in like a noble effort type way where anything Dawson does is instantly a like, you know, selfish and like not the way anyone should behave ever. It's easy because Dawson represents the like male privilege, you know, um, but I don't understand why Pacey doesn't like that's my thing. It's like um, I think Pacey's privileged too. Yeah, like, he's got a fucking boat. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I don't think he is a perfect person either. Mm. You know, I love Pacey. Yeah. I love Dawson. Like, I love all the characters, but they're, none of them are perfect. Right. I think what people love is the romance between Pacey and Joey. Right. So much that like, it kind of like jades, like how they feel about. Sure. You like backwards Dawson and Pacey, you know, like backwards engineer, not liking Dawson because you and enjoy. Like, I mean, listen, Dawson doesn't do like himself a lot of favors a lot of times too. Sure. But he's a kid and he messes up. And huh. sometimes, you know, when you're a kid, you mess up. Season four, Dawson is a pretty good guy. As if I remember, like he kind of comes into his own. Oh, it's season good. four. Yeah. Good. I like that trajectory for Dawson. We cut to... The McPhee's house, Jack coming home. He's like just obviously visually upset. Sure. Uh, his dad like tries to talk to him and he's just like, hey, man, I'm not in the mood, dad. And his dad's like, what's the matter? And what's wrong with you? you? Know, Jack just being like, mom, leave me alone. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to talk to hear about it anyways. And he's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. What the fuck? You just got here, man. <laughs> I don't even know what you're mad about. I don't know what's going on. And he's like, oh, you want to hear that? Like Ethan got back with his boyfriend and I like kissed him in front of everybody. And that's how I found out. Is that what you want to hear? And his dad's like, well, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> it's a one way to like, I mean, react. Is, it, is that what I want? Is that what happened? <laughs> Jack says, just admit it. You're disgusted by me. And he's like, what? I didn't say anything. Oh, fuck. Say I'm that. just, I'm still, man. I'm just standing here. <laughs> yeah. The dad's like, no, man, don't, don't do that. Don't pay me. Don't pay me with that brush. <laughs> I've been doing real good. Jack says that, like, you know, I've spent a whole year trying to develop this relationship. And now the whole year's a wash and my whole life's a wash. His dad's just like, hey, man, your life's not a wash. You put yourself out there. You try to get what you want and it didn't happen. <sighs> but that doesn't mean it's all a wash. That shit happens all the time. Jack breaks down here and just like, I just can't do this. Right. You know, he's just like, I just want to be normal. I have all the the same problems right of every other teenager but then like i have this added like constant fear and pain yeah this 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 this, this moment like i was just like oh shit yeah that's right Ugh. yeah i mean just like you know he talks about like you know how, do you know how much i like anguished over this one kiss for every other kid it's just a kiss for me it was like life and death you know like sure although i mean you know First kiss, first kiss as a straight uh, uh, dude. What you know wasn't like uh, laissez faire for me either. But it's like there's no, it's not you know you're not you're chewing your chewing your insides up. You know his dad's like, you're right. I don't know. Jack's just like, why me? I just I just don't want to be different. You know he's like I didn't ask to be gay, and his dad's like no more than I asked to have a gay son. Yeah, I didn't ask for this shit either. <laughs> and he's like, but I'm glad I had one or have one. Because uh, like, you don't mean that. And he's like, I do. I do. Why would I lie to you? When have I ever minced words with you, Jack? <laughs> why would I lie about that? Yeah. If I didn't give a shit about you, why would I lie about that? Yeah. I hate that I have a gay son. That's what I'd say because I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. His dad like holds up. It's really sweet. It is very sweet. It's like it's it's really sort of the perfect culmination of their like father son journey in uh the parts of this season where it's like it's not a small gesture but just like being a dad and just like holding your your son who's hurt hurt he's confused and, and like if there's one thing a dad who doesn't may or may not necessarily understand 
the totality of who his son is, but knows that he is his son and to, yeah, yeah. Like, this is something a dad can do. And understands pain. We don't know how other people feel pain because we've never been in that situation they've been in, but we've all been in situations where we feel pain and hurt and loss and whatever the situation is, it doesn't make pain feel any less painful, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Pain, we all understand that. And his dad has been on a journey, man. Mm -hmm. Totally. Like, Mr. McPhee went from, like, I don't even give a fuck about my kids. Yeah. I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. I definitely don't like this gay son. (laughs) Or his gay friend. (laughs) To, like, really embracing Jack. Yeah. You know, and and embracing that he has a gay son. And and just embracing his role as a... A, dad. a father, yeah. yeah, yeah, which he definitely did it before. You know, he just like yeah. dropped them off in this town with their mother, who is like not there. Yeah, I'm the I'm the breadwinner for this fucking bananas clan, and that's that's like that's what the sum total of my role as a father. Yeah, to being able to like no, I, like you know, anyone can be a dad. It takes a man to be a father. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, I love this moment. Me too. We fade to back to the Leary's wedding. The wedding's over. Finally. Mitch and Gail on their honeymoon, just leaving Dawson alone by himself. Yep. Well, stewing that for a <laughs> while, pal. <laughs> yeah. And um, Dawson walking into his room by himself. And lo and behold, we have Jack, Jen, and Andy. And this is one of my favorite moments of Dawson's Creek. Oh, really? Yeah. On this second watch, mm-hmm. not second watch, but on this watch of Dawson's Creek, I really don't care that much about like the love stuff. Interesting. I don't really care about Joey and Pacey or Dawson. Like, mm-hmm. it's not really that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. That's who gives interesting. A fuck who teenagers want to date? Right. Yeah. <laughs> teenagers will. Yeah. Teenagers will date who uh, date people. It's fine. Yeah. But interesting. Okay. I love all the moments where they're all just like friends to each other. Or oh, or it's just like it's pals that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Where like they have moments like. Like in the last episode where Jack and Joey have that moment outside together. Mm-hmm. The moments when like they're like so alone and yet and then their friends are there for them. Like mm-hmm. the moments of like true friendship are so much more interesting and impactful than really the relationship. That's interesting for sure. So this moment where Dawson comes in and he didn't ask for it, but his friends are here with movies. Right. And they're not going to take no for an answer. And they're not going to let him be alone in a house by himself for the next like week. Right. This is a shit you like. We're going to hang out with you for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just like, no, we're not leaving. Sorry. Hell no, we won't go. Jed says, uh, you know, the words I want to be alone are used far too often around here. And he says, ranks right up there where can we talk? And uh, Jack says, you know, and all the countless references to Freud and Spielberg. So they're all, we're getting real meta here, guys. That's you. We're going to meta town. <laughs> That's you, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Jen says, we're not in Cape Sign anymore. This is some alternative reality where our quips are quippier and our intellects are sharper and our hearts are repeatedly broken while failing in the background. Some soon to be out to date contempo pop music plays. Like we're getting real meta guys. Fucking fastball sitting there like, hey. <laughs> Dawson says, then why does it hurt so much? And Andy says, because our pain makes us real, Dawson. Only our pain is makes us real. And then they all and then they all simultaneously turn to this camera and wink. <laughs> 
you know, uh, she says he can't do it alone, though. So Dawson walks over and that's how everybody's day was. Because <laughs> my day sucked. Well, it was ups and downs. It's a real, yeah, some real yo-yo shit. How did you guys fare out there? Yeah. And we pan over to that shitty painting of Dawson and in case you for- Joey. In case you forgot about uh, Julie Bowen's garbage dream. <laughs> One of our listeners sent a picture of young James Vanderbeek. Uh-huh. And it looks exactly like that painting. Oh, for real? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So whoever painted that is actually a better artist than we know. Cause like it looked just like a young James Vanderbeek. That's nuts. It's, yeah, it turns out the person who painted that's a fucking genius. We cut to Joey running. Joey changed her clothes. <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta do a quick wardrobe change, man. Somebody uh, I think said that like this is actually the next day. Got it. Huh. Yeah. And so that's why she her clothes were changed. But like the way they cut it, where she's running away and then she's running into the scene, just seems like she fucking supermaned it and like changed while running here. Yeah. And just like the time of day just makes it look like later in the day. Yeah. Pacey's just like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're just like, want to rub it in? Yeah. It's like, God, man, what do you think? She, she ran over here to rub it in? I'm a pessimist. So how little you think of her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's become a monster in my eyes. <laughs> She came to, like, throw some shit at your boat. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, Joey says that, like, you know, Pacey's a different person than everybody around them. And that he's challenged her every step of the way. Pacey's like, listen, if you're going to, like, tell me something, you got to hurry the fuck up. Spit it the fuck out. I don't have, like, a Dawson-level uh, patience for this shit. Yeah. So Joey just, you know, she says, I think I'm in love with you. And Pacey's like, you think? Or you know, like, come on, man. What are you? Head, you're, you ran all the way over here to hedge your bets. Fucking, t- fucking tell me something. She's like, I know. You know, she says she's known since the moment he kissed her and maybe even before that. But at the very least, at that moment. <laughs> she doesn't want to run from it anymore. And now finally, Pacey's like, okay. All right. I'm going to relent. Relent. You can love me. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, what are we going to do? And she's like, no, I'm going to go with you. Huh? Pacey's like, what about the B&B? They need you. And she's like, not as much as I need you, Pace. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Listen, my family could die. Listen, Bodie's here. They'll get they'll get fucking Dawson to work for a couple months. They'll figure it out. Jack, will, yeah, Jack could pull a couple Whatever. of shifts. There's some useless, te- there's a useful fucking teenagers in, in uh, Cape Side for the summer. I'm outie. Yeah, I'm going on this boat. <laughs> you instantly have half the amount of food you need because I'm hopping on this boat. <laughs> it's called romance, baby. She uh, asked permission to get on the boat, and uh, this is going to be their summer. Yeah, on a boat. Man, to dive into, like, all right, we officially love each other. And to, We're like, going to go on a trip for like three months together. On the, sa- on the same boat. Same that boat, is, yeah. That is the size of a, a boat. <laughs> Fucking proximity, baby. If you're in your 20s, this could be a disaster. Oh, hell yeah. I think if you're like 16, this is like an adventure. Sure, totally. Like every day you're just like, I can't believe we're on a fucking boat. Like just by ourselves, no parents, no like Ugh. anybody to like tell us what to do. But like at 20, it's like, I hate you a little bit right now. I just, I fucking, like, I love you, but like, I kind of want to like Natalie Wood you right now. (laughs) I want, it's like, you're Natalie Wood and I'm fucking Robert Wagner or Christopher Walken or whoever murdered him. (laughs) (laughs) But just like, especially in your 20s, it's like, you so specifically know how to 
irk, irk one another at that point. <laughs> and Joey and Pacey go on a three-month excursion down the coast. And a three-month tour. They leave Dawson, Andy, Jen, and Jack behind. And it's kind of crazy that they have parental guardians that will just let them do that. That's fine, that's fine with me. Whatever. <laughs> well, it's like you get... Yeah. You get it, but like on both sides, you kind of get it with like Joey. It's just like uh, you're practically emancipated at this point anyway. <laughs> and with uh, and with uh, Pacey, it's just like, I don't like you. Get, get on that boat and get out of here. Wait, Pacey was gone for the summer? <laughs> I just thought he was, you know, wandering around, getting into He's trouble. Been living at Doug's place. He's been living at Doug's place? Doug has a place to <laughs> Son of a bitch. I don't know anybody's parents in 2020 who would let their 60 year old children no yeah like go sail by themselves for the summer yeah like kids don't get nearly like any amount of autonomy let alone um three months on a boat autonomy yeah with your girlfriend or boyfriend i gonna get uh get boat pregnant you get pregnant on a boat I'll, 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 i'll impregnate that boat can't get pregnant on a boat too much shaking so that's how the episode ends yeah Kind of crazy ending, too. Just like Joey and Pacey, like on an adventure all summer. Yeah. Like, you know, when you left off and you saw this in 2000, it was like, what the fuck is going to happen? Like, where's your boat going to go? <laughs> like, what's going to happen when they come back? Like, it's just going right. to be like, like, it seemed like such a fun adventure to go on. Totally. You know? That is yeah. just like, it's like just in the context of the of the two of them. It's such a perfect way it's such the ideal way to start their relationship because there's so much of their relationship previous to this that is tied to Cape side and their history there where they can literally they're out of town for three months and like they can do their relationship can develop not in a vacuum but just like away from history away from Dawson yeah Joey would be constantly trying to mend her relationship with Dawson, sure. you know, like, it, and then the, probably Pacey would get upset and jealous and it'd just be like, it'd be really difficult. Yeah. Between the two of them, just like constantly like second guessing, like how they're supposed to act and like what they're supposed to do and when, and it's like to not have to think about any of that stuff. Being away from everybody. But you, everything that makes you comfortable that everybody you know with a significant other does two things. It can A, break you apart. Right. Or it could build you stronger because you rely on each other so much. Right. Or third, it's a tool of abuse to isolate you from the people and things you know uh, and uh, create a dependency on a person. So, you know, it could be like Joey and facing it back. It'll be like, you know, Joey leaves halfway through the trip. Yeah, yeah. No, she she came back a month and a half, a month and a half early, and just like, you know, we really had a relationship and fast forward, and we're good here. Yeah, but it's kind of like exciting. It's really totally. exciting to just be like, wow, they get to just like go on a like boat trip for like three months. Hell together. yeah, hell of a way yeah. to end the season. It was just like, yeah, possibilities, man. Yeah, it's awesome. And then. There is that thing that like whenever you get to do something like that, you mm-hmm. know, where you're, you're away for a, a period of time, there is that thing that when you come back, the world moved on without you. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have this in your mind that like somehow the world paused for you. Sure. Yeah. You know, when you get back and everything will just be the same. 
and you could just like slip back into your whatever worlds you want to. But like there is always like that fear of like the world moves on without you, just like you moved on without the world. Right. And it's just like, how do you plug back into that? Yeah. Yeah. Where does Joey and Pacey fit back into the group when they miss that summer with everybody? Right. Yeah. Y'all didn't watch one fucking movie with Dawson this summer. Yeah. But I'm happy for Joey and Pacey. Me too. Dawson is right in saying that, like, Joey deserves to be loved by somebody who Mm -hmm. loves her the way that Pacey does and the way, and Pacey deserves to be loved the way that, like, Joey loves him. We all do. We all deserve love. And, Hmm. Mm hmm. You can't force somebody to love you. Right. You can maybe make them be there physically, but you can't make them be there mentally. Right. You you can't you can't love you can't love hard enough so that the love bounces back to you. Every day will just be a reminder that they're there physically but not meant. Right. So it's just best at that point to let them go. Because that that because otherwise they're gone. And that's a yeah, and that's that's a fucking slow death, man. That yeah. like that that they're in. Uh, well, it's a, a death by a thousand slashes. <laughs> like, yeah, waking up every day and like, yep, they're in body, not there in spirit. Great, <laughs> another day, another uh, another day of that. Ugh. Uh, yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> a really beautiful, fantastic season finale. Fantastic. You know, obviously the people, the the Pacey Joey's. The poeys of their time, sure, got what they wanted. You what know, up, and uh, you know, in the uh, doughies, you get a little heartbreak. You get to feel what Dawson feels. Yeah, you get, uh, let, me, let me take a picture of your face. Yeah, and it's uh, it's hard. It's hard, yeah. Dawson. You gotta, you, you know, we've all been there. We all know what it feels like. Nope. To you know, be rejected. Well, yeah, you've never been rejected. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, I'm bad. If you can bat zero and also bat a thousand at the same time, <laughs> no, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's everyone knows what that feeling feels like. Yeah, thumbs down. But it's also the first time. It's like really, 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 really hard. Sure, and it gets a little bit easier every time, and you realize that, like, oh, I'm not actually gonna die. Right, yeah, like, like that that like, that stabbing feeling in your insides is is figurative. It's like it's an emo- mental emotional feeling. No matter how much pain I'm in, I'm actually not going to die. I can like get out of this. Yeah. Your body will continue breathing for you, so you'll be, you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. God, it hurts though. That first one. Oh boy. The first cut is the deepest. When they call it heartbreak, you're just like, what doesn't fucking happen in your heart? It's like, nope, it, you feel it right there. That's cheesy motherfucker here. <laughs> right right there in that chest. I want to know. I don't have a heart. I have a butt for where a heart is. <laughs> That's where your fart is. <laughs> <laughs> Home is where your fart is. Home is where your fart is. And you just like point to the, <laughs> a- the asshole in your chest. <laughs> This guy's you fucking know, deal, man. Our buttholes could have been anywhere. You know what I mean? Totally. You ever think about stuff like like that? Your butthole could have been anywhere. Yeah, that. I mean, in answer to what I think is the answer to your question, yes, that would be bad. that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't would. like that either. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Yeah. So, love the episode. Love how the season ended. Hell um, yeah. We started season out kind of weak, but we ended strong. Fuck yeah. This is this. This dude, I love this episode. This is this is yeah. dope. I was 
taken aback at how much as it ended, I was like, Creek, man. Dawson's goddamn yeah, Creek. And I think, you know, we're both poeys. We yeah, both yeah. believe Pacey and Joey should be together. Deserve we're, a we're, shot. We ship them. Yeah. Deserve a real shot at it. Yeah. And, uh, but we also feel bad for Dawson. Like, sure. you know, it's not, we understand. Like, you know, winners and losers. Yeah. It's a, and it's like, uh, as a, as a viewer, it's not a zero sum sum game as to what my emo- my emotions. This is what we thought about the episode. I hoped you enjoyed it. Um, Shit, yeah. Let us know. Our next episode will be the season review. If you have any questions for us, if you have already sent some questions to us, we'll answer it on the next episode. Yep. So if you have any questions for us, hit us up at our Twitter, which is at the Dawson Dudes, or Instagram at Dawson Dudes, or email us at feedback at dawsondudes.com if you want you have some time on your hands go go on apple podcast yep leave us a five-star review we would greatly appreciate it we, w- we would love you for it appreciate it very yeah. much so uh thank you for joining us we'll see you next week i'm brian i'm chris or the dawson dudes loving you buddy true love will find you in the end You'll find out just who was your friend Don't be sad, I know you will But don't give up until True love will find you in the end This is a promise with a catch Only if you're looking will it find you Cause true love is searching too But how can it recognize you Unless you step into the light, the light Don't be sad, I know you will But don't give up until True love will find you in the end Don't be sad, I know you will But don't give up until True love will find you in the end